Okay. Uh, welcome back. That was uh, quite a lengthy and exhausting uh, for me and possibly for all of you's um, timeline to go through. Um, I did warn you at the start it was going to be long. Um, a bit of housekeeping and um, just to recognize uh, uh, this piece I'm doing at the end is kind of a broad general short summary um, and you've been all following me in this episode on videocast I want to welcome our podcast uh, audience because they will not have seen what you've just seen and just to just again housekeeping just to clarify to, for them um, as we're getting into more and more of these true crime kind of things this is very much show and tell it contains images it contains video aspects and I just want to well apologize or explain to our podcast viewers viewers listeners who are listening to this on it may be Spotify iTunes wherever else uh, platforms that we broadcast on they will not have been privy to the full what it's probably looking I think it's I haven't done the full production it's looking like now we're gonna be hitting four hours Um, so I appreciate those listeners but unfortunately this simply was a broadcast that I did that just wasn't conducive to doing it in audio format it's it simply wouldn't work and unfortunately there could be forthcoming episodes that are gonna work that way as well so I wanted to include our podcast uh, listeners in this as a summary of what we've been doing because I don't want them to go to episode 14 and then switch to episode 15 and go oh what happened there there's no episode 15 and then move on to episode 16 or whatever else we do so just to clarify that um yeah look um you may like it you may not like it my process when I do these episodes it's it's it can come across as quite the style can come across as quite slow and methodical um particularly on these true crime cases they're 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 complex I try to avoid avoid a conspiracy I deal with facts and that's what I've always tried to do I try to get away from conspiracies and conjecture and opinions as much as opinions are welcome um, in a legal case a criminal case they're often not helpful and they just take us completely down mad uh, rabbit holes uh, I'll apologize that there were a couple of occasions during that um, timeline I actually started it and I'll be very honest with you I thought I was gonna get through it in 
um, 60, 90 minutes maybe. And it actually took the best part of three hours. Uh, I think there were several occasions my voice was starting to break. But the way I do it is, although it's recorded, it's still live. I go with it and I push on. And there were <coughs> there were a couple of occasions there where I need a break. I need a toilet break. The voice was cracking. Um, I was trying to remember details. I was processing an awful lot of things. So please forgive me for that. Um, again, welcome to our podcast viewers. This is a uh, pretty much uh, just a very quick summary in case you're wondering where was episode 15 we're pod we're podcast listeners and we don't see it this is something uh, for you as well as our video cast listeners um look as i always say we are available on uh, radioespoil.com and we're also available on youtube as a video cast uh, format You'll always be able to get the full episode there. This was just not an episode I could do in podcast. No more explaining. Let's move on. Uh, again, there was a lot in that in that timeline. It was very extensive. Um, again, just to finish, I want to thank um, Andy and Steph on Popcorn Planet who initially did that timeline. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put the um, edited timeline, expanded timeline I did in the, wherever you see this uh, podcast, video cast, I'm going to put the link to it so you can go through it yourself in your own time. Um, I suppose we need to just summarize where are we in this case, in this Gabby Petito case. Um, where are the next steps? Uh, what you wouldn't have seen in that timeline is something I only learned today and just to give a date and time stamp on this <coughs> excuse me we're at the 18th 19th of uh, November and I only learned today from Brian Enson that uh, he has been informed that the you'll recall um, the bank charges the, originally these were reasons why the FBI created these bank fraud charges against Brian Laundry prior to when he was found uh, prior to when it was understood is he living or dead or anything um, and it's been made very clear to him that they will file a motion once the autopsy of his body is completed and a death cert is raised on him that those bank fraud charges will be effectively a motion will be made to dismiss them and remove them and he might go oh you know look legally <laughs> you you can't charge somebody with a criminal offence if they're dead. Uh, so naturally it's understandable that the federal charges will be dropped on that bank. They were only ever 
instigate and please understand this they were only ever instigated for the simple reason that the FBI believed if he's still alive if he's a fugitive a person of interest and we want to get hold of him and interview him um, we need something to hold him on they that was the only reason those fraud charges were ever raised and put in the public domain. It was simply a reason to convince a judge to raise, to agree to raise those charges, sign them off, so he could be held if he was found. As we now know, he's dead. In the Carlton Park. And that was the only reason those charges were raised. They are irrelevant now completely and utterly irrelevant they may add substance to the timeline what was happening what was going on but ultimately the charges of themselves are completely irrelevant now um obviously on the next steps um i'm sure the Laundry family want further answers as to what exactly happened. I don't know how exactly that's going to come to be. It's likely it could be some form of civil case and it ain't happening now. That, that could be 2022, 2023. This is a long haul now. We have two people who are no longer with us that are the primary two people in this case and we're all asking what happened and it's quite possible some of those details we'll never know unless there is some sort some form of um civil case taken maybe by the um petito family the peter and schmidt family um and we'll have to see. Maybe we might learn more details, hopefully later this month, November 2021, if the autopsy results on Brian Laundry and indeed more of the details on um, Gabby Petito's uh, autopsy are released. We might learn more about that. I am hopeful, and I'm not suggesting this might even come this year, but I'm still hopeful that the FBI, as much as any parties involved in this, will want some form of answers and resolution, just like the public. And they will, at some point, hold a press conference and say, this is what we have. This is the reason why we decided that Brian Laundry was a person of interest in this case. Remember, he's never been a suspect. And these are the details as we know it. This is the information and we probably still won't get everything. We'll only get limited details, but we will get at least reasons and substantive reasons in filings as to why one they were convinced he was still in the Carlton Park there, Marcacci, a, a accompanying park close by. Why he was there, why so many resources, and why they continue to search there. We will 
probably get more evidence of as regards his traverse and we went through that with um from uh spread creek to uh florida north port florida we'll probably get a little bit more filling in of details we might get more on gabby's demise we might get more on brian laundry's demise and we might who knows find out a little bit more what was that actually happening with the laundry family how much were they communicating and telling the fbi and the north port authorities at the time look again to sum up we all have issues with uh north port police the whole oh whoops uh that was roberta it wasn't brian in the uh the ford mustang coming back in um on the i think it was the 14th 15th of uh, february you know there was a ball clearly dropped by north port police i don't think there's any arguments there they've tried to do a dust up and polishing of pr work uh following that but that and it also goes for the moa police in that traffic stop my god with skilled people on domestic violence with input from them live on that day on i think it was august the 12th if those moha police officers and park rangers and i'm sure they're dealing with it personally themselves now knowing what ultimately happened dealing with that and asking themselves the question did we ask really the right questions or did we buy into what we thought was happening and did we just play it all down and there wasn't something more serious uh, i'm sure all these police officers and park rangers you know are involved in incidences like that but certainly there's a lesson there that the right questions were not being asked certain things as we analyzed and you saw me analyze that mohab video in graphics on that screen and ask questions and we'll all reflect were the right questions being asked were serious things being missed in that traffic stop that perhaps otherwise would leave us today with two people who are no longer with us and an event essentially a homicide that did not have to happen I also understand to summarize that and I've seen it with many cases and I, I see it with so much more in the last 10 to 20 years with social media involvement and interest in cases police the FBI federal cases and really this just isn't something and I want to be careful here this isn't something just distinct in America this happens everywhere in every country 
when there's a police investigation and there's been a very serious crime or incident that has happened when there is a lack of public information because everybody's into oh, oh what's happened I wonder what happened there oh what's going on you know when there's a lack of public information please understand as much as they need the help of the public in a case but they also understand that when there's a lack of public information and a lot of questions are being asked and people don't quite understand what's going on and what's happened in this case and are speculating appointing and what have you the one horrible thing that happens is a vacuum when there is a lack of information <coughs> excuse me to the public and that vacuum happens unfortunately with social media even with traditional media there's an obsession to fill that vacuum with what's missing and that creates opining opinion speculation they didn't tell us about that didn't tell us about that or we didn't know about that conspiracy and that consumes a case even to a point where police officers authorities are running here there and everywhere to chase up these leads that most often lead nowhere there are people with the best intentions trying to help but sometimes are completely way off the mark but every lead has to be checked and that consumes resources and it takes resources away from areas that need to be checked and are substantive I've seen this in so many cases and on hopefully going forward we're going to look at some more cases and again in light of uh, my podcasting audience realistically my approach and format is probably not going to work with podcasting and only going to work with video casting if I get down this true crime avenue which I want to get into more because because quite frankly I've done this for years as a journalist on I'm, I'm immediately recalling uh, more recent cases of uh, the Irish uh, and they have there are some similarities there the Irish young um, girl Nora Quirinan uh, who was lost on a, a, a resort um, holiday trip with her parents in Malaysia I'm thinking of the more recent cases like Summer Wells and historically I go right back to a case some of you might remember long before we had such a heavy influence of social media 
Madeleine McCann. Remember that? 2007. Was it an abduction? Did she wander out of her apartment when she was left alone? You know, so I, I, I'm also thinking of the more a more recent case I've been examining and looking at. Sarah Everard in the UK. Some of our American viewers and, and um, pod listeners mightn't be aware of that case. There are so many more cases. I've had a number of people... Uh, followers who've suggested Mick will you take a look at this case would you be interested in this here's some data here's some information and I've got so many cases ongoing that I'm looking at but I'm trying to decide what's the, the best case Um, I'm telling you now Summer Wells has uh, come up an awful lot and I'm telling you now I ain't touching it I am not going near it. Um, I even said to Tyler Feller, don't touch this case. Don't go near it. There are bombs going to go off in that case. Don't go near it. It's too complex. There's too much going on. There's too much character. There's too much history. There's too much incidences. It's not a case you want to go near. It's too complex. There's too much happening. There's too much that will, I suspect, ultimately be revealed. And that is no um, casting or colour or um, slight on anybody, the parents or anybody involved in the case. But there is simply too much happening in that case, historically, in a wider context, and it's not a case I'm going to go near because it's just, it's too complex. There's too much going on. Um, the Madeleine McCann case is a historical case. I'm not sure until there's some new development uh, regarding the potential suspect in Germany. That comes out, it's um, the Norah Quirin. That might be a case I might look at. Um, I, I'm interested, <coughs> perhaps on a, a personal basis, uh, because I'm Irish originally, um, living in the Netherlands, I, I'm interested in the Keen McLaughlin case because I've gone through the, the Gabby Petito case, and hey, isn't it interesting? Uh, Teton National Park, that's where Keen McLaughlin also disappeared. There's been several other people who've disappeared in that area. But hey, there's nothing extraordinary about that. Historically, people have went missing in that area. Of course, the couple, um, around the time, I think it was in, around, I think it was around August, uh, the, the couple who had recently married, who also went missing, who were shot dead at a camping site, that's another case I might, because of the interest around the Gabby Petito case, I might look at. Um, but I'm very careful about cases that I take on and I want to do a program on. And as you all know, I'm much more comfortable previously in the 
uh, intro guest I ask questions I have a guest uh, an expert guest they answer the questions and then we close out and we do a summary and I'm much more comfortable in that environment uh, this particular uh, format an episode for me has been more of a bigger challenge and it's why it's so lengthy and I'm not sure how I tweak this format going forward because I'm concerned about uh, the podcast aspect that it's ex it's it's not inclusive of them but you can't do cases like this and do it in a sort of radio radio a spoil radio environment where it's just not visual but it's audio uh, so I have to think about this is one of the reasons why I put this final piece together to include our podcast viewers and to just alert them that you know I'm thinking about formats and how we go forward but realistically if I go down the true crime avenue it's it's not gonna if I have to show someone CCTV footage it's not gonna work in a podcast environment if I show them Here's visual evidence. Here, look at this. You know, this is intra. It's not going to work in that environment. And this is why this was an interesting step for me. I'm glad I did it. Um, and I definitely want to do more. But I'll have to see how it works and encompasses the podcast uh, audience. Um, really, at that stage, I... As an end summary, I don't know where this Gabby Petito case is going. I think it will last quite a while into 2022. Uh, we have to wait for further updates on the autopsy. Um, maybe there will be further revelations. If there is, I'll do a shorter uh, update for that. Um, as I said, the extensive timeline I went through I will put a link to that in the description where you see the um, video cast now the video cast uh, so you can go and you can view it there and I'll continue to as I even did today as I said when I mentioned about the uh, dropping of the bank charges uh, when the full autopsy results and and uh, death cert is raised for Brian Laundry. I, I I continue to update the uh, timelines. I think it's important that I have a timeline, and probably going forward with further true crime cases, that's probably the approach I will take as well in having a timeline, a structured timeline that I share and we go through and I do inserts, and that's probably the format and approach um, that I do. Um, regarding um, comments by all means uh, give me your feedback um, I'll say again look no offence but my approach always is facts detail not disappearing down rabbit holes and conspiracies if you are unfamiliar with the case get familiar with it 
and by all means then comet but don't do a toe dip into the water of a case a serious case and then just opine randomly with wild speculation that's not helpful it's not helpful to anybody it's just a distraction we're gonna finish up there um i want to thank everyone who stuck with it by god i know this was long i expected it to be long ish but not as long as this but hey i'm glad i did it i'll fine tune further episodes in the future uh whatever cases uh i look at i'll update this gabby petito case if there's something of and i mean proper significance where i i want to do another updated episode um of it um other than that yeah let's let's take it away and of course i i want to also continue to feature uh guests so this was slightly different not having a guest it's always easier when you have a guest because you can bounce ideas off and it's always difficult when you don't have a, a soundboard uh in an episode but look that's where we are thank you all, all for joining me try and be kind in the comments no nonsense no conspiracies no garbage stick to the facts stick to reality be good to each other and uh, as I do at the end of every program <laughs> um, if you like give it a like if you don't like it that's okay it's okay hit the dislike button then um, if you did like it great if you want to see more let me know okay take care everybody radio aspire we explore and discover together you have been listening to Radio Aspile, a series of podcasts brought to you across the internet by TIPM Media and presented by investigative journalist Mick Rooney. Please feel free to leave a comment and visit our links provided in this podcast production. Thank you for your support.